0: We're back! Yeah! What is this? Episode 4? You, you 4.5 e- or 5? I
1: kind of feel like I'm in the middle of uh, two episodes. So okay. I'm going
0: to say 4.5. So 4.5. Because this one's going to be shorter, hopefully. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like when you're in between sizes. Pants are, t- are too big or too small. I don't have, I've you know, the wrong, you know, when your sizes are like two away and you're in that in-between size. I don't know
0: where you're going with this. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, my name is Jerry Jimenez. I am the communications director for the Locals Support Group. Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast, yeah. episode 4.5. Is that what we're going to call it? 4. That 5? is what we're going to call it. Four b Yeah, 4, 4 and some change. 4 and some change. Uh, we have a lot of information to get to you guys, so we're just going to jump right into it because, uh, you know, episode 4 went a little bit longer than we wanted to, but that's okay. Yeah, and this, this is right. mainly designed
1: to be something that you can listen to um, You know, early, like kind of heading into your weekend, maybe on your commute home from your your Friday day job um, or possibly on the way into the game on Saturday. So you just get a primer for what's going on here. But you should hopefully listen to it a little bit before
0: then if you can. That would be great because there's a lot of information in here that's going to be useful. But either way,
1: you need to consume it before you get to the game. If you're listening to this as you're walking into the game, odds are uh, a lot of it may already have been happening to you. Talking about consuming.
0: Yeah, cons- consumption. We're, we're consuming some Stone Brewing Company.
1: Oh yeah, I got
0: Arrogant Bastard O, oh, You have some? Yeah, uh, you
1: keep uh, you keeping uh, you're rolling on uh, Arrogant Bastard for four oh. and for for almost an <laughs> episode and a half.
0: Then. Okay, so I had I had not had Arrogant Bastard <laughs> for a while, and now I'm just stuck to it. That's yeah, and I'm happening. having Stone Delicious,
1: which has our a uh, very hunter green. It looks like the color of our T-shirts um, that we're selling these days, and uh, the Gargoyle right there, right in the front.
0: Talking about on these days. Big, uh, big the, the locals sg.com backslash shop. Go yes. on get Join sh- our
1: emporium and get your t shirts. Get your stuff. Yeah. Uh, they're they're the first print. We only do the first print once. That's true. So the next ones will be different most likely.
0: Uh, so let's let's do this, man. We are looking at a first match coming up here. And its first match officially at Torero Stadium, I should mm-hmm. mention that, because we've had a couple of matches now. Um, they were not at Torero Stadium. The first one was actually at the Chula Vista Elite Training Center.
1: Yeah, it used to be called the Olympic Training Center. AKA or the Olympic Training it. Center. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: And uh, there we beat Dallas 2-1. That is true. And, and that's... Yeah. Sure, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was going to say, you, you went to these, so you, you can keep
0: going. Well, no, I was going <laughs> to say that. And then we went to Fullerton for a 3-1 win over the Fullerton... Uh, team. Uh, so now we come home and are going to play our first official ticketed ticketed match, I should mention. I think an actual first match,
1: too. I don't know if they're actually going to play it as a scrimmage or if it's going to be a fully time match.
0: I think it's going to be 45-45. The, yeah. the
1: other ones were more scrimmages as well. Correct.
0: Yeah. So we are going to be playing a match against Costa del Este FC, yeah. which is from uh, Panama, if I'm not mistaken. Which Panama is City? Where we have... A player joining us Ooh. by the name of uh, Jair Jain. Jair yeah. Jain. Yeah, he looks like he looks like a stud. Oh, he's awesome, man. I've, I've gotten to talk to him a couple of times, and he is excited to be here. He is young, and uh, just, you know, he's starting out his career. And this is where he feels he can take off and say, hey, this is going to be my platform for me to show off and show people what I can do in the United States. So but, it's cool, and I'm glad to have somebody that feels that way, where it's like, not only is San Diego awesome, but also this is my, like, kickoff spot. Yeah. All right? Well, and it's
1: cool. He feels blessed like that, too, which is, yeah. like, it's it's really what you want to see from your players. But Torero's cool because it is a historical, somewhat historical stadium as opposed to being a whole new ground that's just brand new or fabricated. Mm-hmm. It does feel like something that's been there for a number of years and has a little bit of history to it. I mean, it's not the queue where we all grew up going, but that thing's a, what I like to call a, a large, kind of crumbling, you know, old cathedral. Um, this is more of kind of your quaint, um, uh, not quaint, but kind of smaller, more intimate kind of venue, right? Your, your yeah. place where you want to see your favorite artist because you can actually get up close to them, which is what I think is really cool about it and has a nice feel to it as opposed to everything about this team is, you know, a few months old. It feels like almost the yeah. stadium has been there a while and has some, you know, kind of prestige and just the sight lines when you're walking up to the stadium and you look over your left shoulder and you see out across the entire bay, <laughs> it's it's pretty gorgeous.
0: It's pretty crazy. Uh, we are lucky to have that place, and we're going to be, uh, I guess you can say, like opening it up. and Opening, really- yeah christening the place officially yeah. as moving
1: into grandma's house
0: That's yeah moving into grandma's house so do you want to explain that to me so real let's quick? talk about
1: grandma's house for You're a calling second a grandma's house so
0: we've been calling a grandma's house
1: now in, in in private and now it's become more public but i think it's an apt analogy well, well now it's on the podcast so now it's, it's on the podcast but i think it's it's something that people should hear um yes USD is a wonderful institution. They are a educational institution first and foremost. My dad actually got his degree from there. So
0: Catholic institution, Catholic, and a
1: Catholic institution at that. So in that, they're very buttoned down, and they're very, um, they have a very regimented way of liking to do things. And they their priorities are non movable. You can't say, hey, for this amount of money, can we move your priorities? Which is cool, actually. I think as a university, it's cool they hold to that, but. That being said, as a pro sports team and fans of a pro sports team going in there, um, we don't really have as much sway as we think we would over a normal venue, right? In a normal venue, we might be one of the bigger names taking up that venue's time and that interest. In this case, we're probably the largest team taking up their time and interest for this venue. However, there's still a university that runs on the campus, and that campus has its own set of priorities, like your grandmother when you come to visit. (laughs) Um, So when you go over to grandma's house, she doesn't care that you're visiting. Uh, She's really happy to see you. And some grandmas do throw out the rule book and say, you know, my kids can do whatever they want or my grandkids can do whatever they want. And that's great. But typically when you go over to grandma's house, there is a rule of order that you understand as a child is that I can play here. I can be respectful and I can have fun, but it's all within a certain amount of limit that grandma will allow, right? I can't yell, have fun, right? For most people at their grandma's house, I can't be rambunctious and I can't scream. And in that case, we're going to be allowed to do a lot of those things, which is great at this grandma's house. There's just certain things we're not allowed to do, right? <laughs> and that's just based on the fact that they have certain, a number of people under the age of 22 living on the campus uh, and their safety to protect, right? They have them to educate. So all of that I've rolled into a term I like to endearingly call grandma's house, meaning that the university is grandma's house. We get mm-hmm. to stay there for a little bit. It seems like in the, in these the school and the club have made no qualms about the fact that at some point the school uh, the school uh, can't service the needs of the club if it's looking to have over 10,000 people there, right, at a game. So at some point they're going to have to move somewhere that's larger, which they've talked about, or somewhere that's different, um, that's hopefully they own and they have a unique space within the city. And that's hopefully within a few years. But for the time being, we get to hang out at Grandma's house, we get to play at Grandma's house, and we get to hang out with grandma. Um, who is a wonderful, loving person who wants us to have a great time, but at the same time wants us to do it her way. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. in that a lot of things will be weird. A lot of things we're going to talk about here will be somewhat backwards to your normal sports um, habits. But just keep in mind that, again, a lot of this is done under the guise of protection and safety, for the students that live on campus and then a lot of it is just policy based on the fact that grandma has contracts with people that grandma's going to see out so (laughs) that's that's a lot of it and and through that a lot of this has just been trying to figure out what their intention is versus what can we deliver for our members that people really want to see in a game day atmosphere so we think we struck the best kind of chord but let us know and again we can keep refining and figuring this out (laughs) <laughs> but here's our uh here's our rundown if you will kind of for your your average game day and what it's going to look like this Saturday which will be a primer or a dress rehearsal I like to call it.
0: A dress rehearsal Yeah, like for yeah. for
1: what the season's going to look like. Yeah, for sure. So we can so, always change things but it's a it's a start,
0: right? So we're going to be facing off again against Costa del Este FC. It's it's very important to mention that uh, there's a Panamanian football club based in Panama City, yeah. um they're currently playing in Liga Panameña de Fútbol, which is the Considered the first division uh, for Panama football. Yeah. Um, And it takes its name from the real estate development in the township of Juan Diaz, Panama City. So it's Costa del Este. Uh, Their capacity for their stadium is about 32,000. They've been around since 2008. Uh, So they're kind of a newer club, too. They're they're a very new club, yeah. They actually haven't been around for that long, maybe about 12 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so... You know, their crest is awesome, dude. It's yeah, I cool, like their colors. And- green, black, and white. Um, they have some pretty cool stuff going on. Uh, and again, uh, Jair Yayan is one of our players now, and he will be facing off against his uh, old club on the 22nd. Now, jumping into actual game day, it's really important that we uh, know that some of these things, which, first and foremost, the question that we're getting a lot of is parking. What's going to happen with parking? Uh, season ticket members do get free parking and then are they going to be charging for those that are yeah. not? Well, And actually ticket every
1: coach? ticket includes parking, which is cool. So yes. any ticket you purchase to a match for a loyal, some teams used to kind of cut it out or whatever. What, it, what USD has generally tried to do is roll it into the price of the ticket mm-hmm. so that you can park on the street, you can park wherever, but you're still going to be paying $5 of your ticket goes to parking. So you might as well park on campus in your designated parking spot um what you're going to get from that however is the ability to park in a certain lot based on where your ticket is so if you're in our section in section 109 you will be parking in the west lot which is on the very west southwest part of campus and that's going to be on the very furthest point away from the stadium actually reason being we have the cheapest tickets in the stadium yep so part of that has to do with economics right Uh, the other part of that is that just you know, shuttle-wise, the uh, the benefit, I will say for us, is that we don't get caught in the traffic going up and down the hill through Linda Vista. Once you get to that uh, lot and once you get on your car, we actually have one of the easiest exit out for the shuttle. The shuttle takes us right through through campus, so there's no traffic through campus. You get to your car, and you actually might be able to get out of the match quicker than somebody who parked right next to the stadium, which is kind of nice. So getting out is easier. Getting in might just take a little bit more time to get in. So the one thing I would just want to warn you when you're parking in the west lot is You can park other lots or you can park on the street around the camp. There's plenty of places you can try and park that are not your designated parking space. Um, However, most of those will be taken up by other loyal parking. So just be aware of that. If it's not street parking or it's not a friend who has a house with a garage where you can park or something um, and you can walk to the stadium, that's awesome. But otherwise, you're going to probably want to be in the West lot if you're part of the locals. If your ticket is somewhere else and you want to party with the locals pregame, that's awesome. Um, just consult with the team as well as I believe they'll have signs and kind of information telling you where to park based on your ticket. Yeah. So, so that's, that's all that's kind of the more detailed part of that, but they, they will do a good job of coordinating and make sure you know where to go. But if you are a locals uh, season ticket holder, just know that you, if you're driving onto campus, you've gone too far. You're supposed to hit the first um, thing literally before you even go up the hill, go to the West lot um, on campus and you'll see where that is if you look it up. So From there, shuttles will be running pretty concurrently. What I will tell you is if you get to that shuttle spot an hour and a half before the match, so the match is eight o'clock, I believe, right? This Saturday. Yes. So if you get there at 630 this Saturday, you have essentially breached the other side of the, the meridian. And at this point, you are going to be better off when you get off that shuttle walking into the match. And the match is open an hour and a half beforehand. Our pregame, which I'll talk about in a second, after you've arrived in your parking spot, got in that shuttle, and the shuttle takes you to where Torero Stadium is, from where the West Lot is, which is a short little seven-minute ride. Um, you know, it's, it's, It'll feel like five minutes. Um, but you get on the shuttle, you end, get dropped off by the stadium, and, and typically, if you're coming to our pregame, you'll actually walk over past the Jenny Craig Pavilion to the north side between there and Fowler Field, and we'll have a pregame going on. If you're somebody, again, who reaches that point for the shuttle at 6.30 p.m. on Saturday or an hour and a half before the game, typically, you're going to end up in a spot where you're going to want to go into the stadium because we're going to start doing a march at an hour before. So that's really the only thing you need to know is if you're at the shuttle and you're there more than an hour and a half before or before 6.30, come to the tailgate, get a quick beer, join the march, you'll be fine. Most likely, if you're there after 6.30 Um, you're going to want to go into the stadium because you're either going to show up to the tailgate and we're already going to be marching in and you're going to have to go to the stadium anyway, or you're going to show up and we're not going to be there (laughs) and you're going to be like, oh, well, now I'm just going to turn around and go to the stadium anyway. So one of those two things will happen. And that's why you just need to make sure that's the one key feature you have to remember here is if you want to make the pregame, just get to the lot and park before 6.30 or be on campus by Jenny Craig Pavilion around 6.30. And so where is this pregame taking place? Again, North side of Jenny Craig, the stadiums on the south are kind of the, the east side. And if you go to the northeast side, between there and Fowler Field, there's a parking lot, and what we're calling Bum's Barking Lot uh, tentatively, um, but our kind of pregame party, uh, we're hesitant to, talk, to call it a true tailgate in the sense, in the sense that you've maybe been accustomed to, uh, and I'll get into that in a second, but that'll be taking place there. And so, uh, again, if you follow kind of some of the signs towards Fowler Field, on campus you'll end up probably where our tailgate is but if you get dropped off by the shuttles or you're standing in front of torero stadium in the entrance um, you will go just a little bit north or down a pathway alongside the jenny craig pavilion to the other side of it which is the big building sitting on the edge of torero stadium so that's where we will be having a up to um, you know whoever shows up uh pre-game party so what does that mean um typically uh in a traditional sense, having a tailgate meant that you would just roll up in your car into a parking lot and you'd hang out, grill some stuff out the back of your car, share whatever beverages you had in your cooler, and mosey into the stadium whenever you felt like it. Obviously with shuttles, uh that doesn't that's not really the case for us in terms of how it's set up as well as USD as we've we've outlined as grandma's house. Um so in that, they're not allowing any sort of it's prohibited strictly any sort of alcohol or tailgating on their campus in their parking lots. If you proceed to try and do that better luck to you, but you will probably be pursued by their security and have a nice chat with them. If you want to join us in our pregame party, what we've uh, figured out again, where we are is that we're going to have you come into that. And the cool part is once you're inside, uh, you're going to check your ticket. They're going to check your ID. If you're of drinking age, and they will give you a wristband. But once you're in there, you're actually inside the game, essentially. So what you want to remember is that as you come to the pregame, even if it's our pregame, will open three hours beforehand. So as I said, the cutoff is 630, but we will start at 5 p.m. 5 p.m. So if you show up in the west lot and you are ready to take a shuttle and be standing there at 5 p.m. Uh, and walking right in, we will be opening up, up around then. You, you can walk in at that time, however... Uh, you will be standing inside what will be essentially the stadium. Um, we yep. are not standing in the stadium, but we have the ability when we march to march directly into the stadium and not have to recheck your ticket. So the nice part is you come to the tailgate or the pregame, as we're calling it, You come to the pregame, the bums parking lot, you show up, they check your ticket, you're in, and you don't have to check your ticket ever again or your ID. You're into the event and you're cleared. However, with that, you have to remember the bag policy as well as the fact that you just want to be, Uh, In the event. So in that they're allowing us to bring in one 20 ounce bottle of sealed water. So if you want to bring in water, that's your case, as well as a clear bag. And what they're saying is on Saturday, it's going to be a dress rehearsal. We know people won't get this down the first time and some of you guys won't get it right. But since you're listening to this, uh, I will remind you that the policy there is a clear bag policy similar to your NFL or Padres games. Um uh, it's it is still a new thing most people are learning that is the case for most of these events but if you have a clear bag bring it otherwise if you don't and you are a season ticket member on that 22nd match we get one we get one for we free we get one dude so if you bought a season ticket you already get a clear bag and you'll get their season ticket member scarf um so you'll get another scarf to wrap around you and actually so be double warm on Saturday yeah but you'll get that clear bag you will get some swag um and it feels like you're already winning Uh, But that will be courtesy of the team once we get into the match. However, make sure. And if you have things, maybe you'll just bring your things separate from your clear bag Mm -hmm. and hold them walking in or have a, uh, and maybe again, the team will give you some leniency there. It sounds like uh, to bring in a separate bag and convert it into your clear bag for that game. But moving forward, just keep that in mind that bag policy is pretty limited there is exceptions, but you'll have to talk to the club and talk to the venue about that. As the lo- as the locals, we will do everything we can to point you towards the re- right resources, but we are not the people to broker that conversation for yeah. you. So just so you're aware, we will help you. I'm trying to give you all the information in the world to succeed here, and it feels like I'm lecturing a bit. But really, what I'm telling you is, <laughs> I'm just trying to help you so you don't get screwed and you're not standing there uh, looking at your friends like I had no idea,
0: right? So yeah, there's just it's too much information, and so I hope that if you are overwhelmed at all by this information, just similar to how I am, go back and listen to this yeah. and, and, and take some notes. But it's and check out our events page too on our website. Yeah. Okay. So, so check, it- out, check out the events page which is it, the thelocalssg.com backslash yes. events. Exactly.
1: Easy. And so you go there and if you if you don't remember this list of things, just go there and we'll have a quick primer that gives you the FAQs and gives you all this info. So yep. that is all there. Um, so once you're in the pregame, pregame is going to be cool and I should hype it up more. I wanted to give you the kind of um, legalese there, but really once you're in the door, it's going to be really fun. Uh, yeah. The cool part is, is we're going to have the ability to give you one more beer than anybody else gets in the stadium. So this is one of the fun things about Grandma's house is that they're giving us a certain amount of beers but for the first part and we'll talk about that in a minute but like we're getting you more beers than anybody else gets in the stadium so know that if you show up to our pregame you get one more beer than anybody else in the entire stadium gets
0: what we get controlled beers we don't have enough beer like okay so wait you're telling me that we're we're numbered how many we we are are numbered
1: well sort of and i'll get to that in a second. I don't know if you could hear that, but... I heard that. That was a fail noise. But <laughs> the wow. the truth is we will have <laughs> we will have $4 beers in our pregame. That's so a, that's a good show me a brewery around there that can match that. Show me a bar around there that can match no, that's that a good deal. for a craft beer. So we will have $4 craft beers inside our pregame. They can't offer that within the stadium. But we have negotiated that with the team, and the team has... Um, helped us with USD to kind of figure out a vendor agreement there that made sense. We would mm-hmm. love to provide a cake of beer and provide that kind of stuff. Again, grandma's house doesn't allow for those kind of deals. Um, they have <sighs> pre, pre-listed vendor agreements. And due to the fact that grandma, uh, grandma stone is also coming to the party. They're going to be able to swing for us, at least some of their beers to be on tap so that you'll have, uh, or on hand so that you'll have access to some of that beautiful portfolio of uh, stone beers that Jerry talked about in episode four will be available for you for four dollars at our pregame which is awesome and we'll get to kind of the semantics behind that in a second but that's the kind of the beverage sign, so we'll be providing that we're also looking at trying to get some sort of alternative non um alternative al- alcoholic beverage like a wine or something like that
0: Offered seltzer
1: seltzer could be possible Maybe. cider could be possible cider. as well so we're looking to get something that's not beer for those of you non-beer drinkers that do want something alcoholic as well. We're not confirming that at that point, this point, but we will have some stone beers. We'll also have USD's uh, IPA and they're blonde on tap. But again, we'll have those for $4, which is a pretty darn good price for, yeah, for, for buying a beer anywhere around there. The food situation, um, we were hoping to be able to make our own food. It's kind of tenuous. It is one of those things where, again, it's just not a typical parking lot situation where you can just roll up a grill. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to try and offer some sort of low cost or, um, you know, kind of trimmed down menu to be able to give people a low cost option at affordance in terms of a food vendor. So whether that looks like just a taco truck, giving us, you know, kind of cheaper tacos and us helping them, you know, in, in terms of trying to give you a cost of a pregame meal, that's not going to break the bank for you and your, um, compatriots. Uh, that's going to be something that we're trying to, to make sure happens. So in terms of that, I don't want to give you any specifics because I don't want to pigeonhole us when we are still negotiating actually something on that. Um, we had a totally different outlook on this literally a week ago, and we're told something different in a, in a meeting that uh, or in a call that really pretty much changed our entire outlook on this. So we wish we were more prepared. But truth being, as you show up there Saturday, there will be food. The food will be good. Um, And on the 7th, just know that moving forward, we want to have an option that will be, you know, right around a price range that makes sense. That should happen for Saturday as well. If it doesn't, uh, we apologize. But moving forward, that's the intent. And then the other intent will be maybe to mix it up and have other stuff available as well. Just kind of random stuff where it's, hey, you guys have tacos every game and it's great and they're $5 or whatever. But and that's that's just a random price point throwing it out there. But maybe I want some sushi or maybe I want something else. So maybe we'll try and bring in and mix up some other stuff as well in the pregame moving forward. Let us know your suggestions. That's again what we were talking about with kind of collaboration. Always come to us and just talk about stuff. So yeah. that's the food, man. What what's your feeling on the food? I think what would be the truck that you would like to most see
0: jerry personally anything that
1: has to do with tacos yeah tacos Tacos, for me it's actually like any sort of mediterranean food if we could get some shawarma in there shawarma sounds good oh yeah man so it's like the possibilities are endless which is the cool part and bringing in food but um, it's going to be a lot of trying to figure out who the best people are and who works well with our organization as well as we already have members who also work with different restaurants and places like that so let us know and we'd love to work with you
0: awesome and of course from there we're going to be marching up yeah we're right next to the stadium um one thing just i uh, want to mention for those of you that missed it in the parking lecture uh th- there is a parking structure right next to the stadium that's not where we're going to be so don't go there okay and you might have parked there for a usd game or showing up yeah that's in a not campus. where we're gonna be not go- not nope. gonna be where we're at however the pregame is right next to that area and from there we're going to be marching into the stadium so that's the next step is uh from there as drew mentioned we're going to be about an hour before match kicks off, yep, marching into the stadium. And so that's where, yeah, if you're in the pregame an hour before, you're good. We're
1: ticketed. We just roll right into the match, and you don't have to think about it. We literally just roll right in. There's no bottleneck if you've ever been to... Certain events around town with a larger group, you get bottlenecked at security. Yeah, no ticketing. We're just gonna
0: walk through straight in, so. straight
1: in, straight to the east end, and and take it over and own it.
0: We'll see how it goes the first day. <laughs>
1: we will. It may, it may be this is, again. This is a dress rehearsal. Maybe we rehearsal. find out that it doesn't roll as smoothly as we thought. But I really feel my man, Jason. Nice catch, Jerry. Yeah, see that? Oh, uh, that was yeah. See the laptop too. Um, but the. The main thing to remember here is just make sure that if you're going to try and make it there for the march, you want to be in the pregame about an hour and a half beforehand. The reason being yeah. that just, you know, again, mentally I'm putting that there for you is that you're going to be running seven minutes behind and then it's going to be close and then, you know, you're, you're just going to be cutting it close. So just think an hour and a half and you're fine, but an hour before is when we'll start that march and then we'll be in there, um, you know, hopefully about an hour or 45 minutes before. It's not a very long march. It should only take no, a few minutes. Only a few minutes. Um,
0: and should be a, a fun and eventful in Loud March. Sorry, beer and, burps all around. You no, know, be ready because right as we get into our stadium, uh Section 109 is where it's going to be bumping. And we are not going to stop the moment that we get in there till the final whistle. And maybe, hopefully, if I can get you guys to stick around. Oh, yeah. After that as well for a bit, uh, we are going to be just losing our voices and our minds. Uh, our minds everything possible that we yeah. can lose we're gonna lose it yeah keep um, our hearts um during actually by the way during our drum and chant circle last time i almost lost my drumsticks out have to get on the field <laughs> yeah i know
1: that, that so <laughs> just logistics of once we get in the section things we found out shortly and we'll find out more on saturday yeah as we shove uh, a number of people into the section it's gonna be fun it will be awesome but remember a few things close those shoes are preferred um yes we will be on benches we will be on bleachers uh, I'm a flip-flop man. I like wearing flip-flops everywhere. I will not be wearing flip-flops to these matches. Please do uh, not wear It's just not safe. And you don't want to wear shoes that don't have good grip either, to be honest. It might be a little slick. It might be a little slippery, especially at night. Uh, I found with the marine layer sometimes, you yeah. can get some slickness on metal bleachers. So, And there may or may not be some jumping involved. Exactly. So, grippy shoes... Good shoes and shoes in general are the are the key. Wear right? your hiking shoes. Exactly. <laughs> maybe, no, don't do that. Yeah, don't no, do no, that. Maybe not, nah, but, but definitely basketball shoes. Some with some grip, yes. right? Uh, more so than like a very thin uh, Tom's shoe, right? Like That's not going to be as good for you. Yes. So that's where, again, Section 109 is great. It's going to be a fantastic view of the field, but it is something where you want to have the right footwear. So that's my recommendation, as well as wearing the right kind of uh, warmth. Uh, it's going to be chillier since it is a night game. Mm-hmm. Um, so just making sure to do those things. I think within the game, otherwise we will be jumping and singing. So you don't need to be too warm because you will get hot. So, mm-hmm. you know, layers maybe. Um, but those are kind of my in-game that's recommendations. Anything from you, Jerry?
0: No, that's, I mean, come on, dude. That's Have it. fun. Lose your mind. Have go fun. Crazy. Lose your mind. Yeah, get crazy.
1: Respectful of Costa del Este. Normally we'll give you a kind of rundown on the opposing team and some things to harp on. Maybe tell you where the keeper's from so you can make personal insults about their local yeah. high school. There you go. Um, that's what I like to do. I like to get deep into their psyche. We did it for the USD match; it worked wonderful. Ooh, where it when was you great. when you yell things about their hometown and they don't even know when you're looking them up in game, it's great, especially. But I like to do it beforehand and get a whole dossier out he, there. We're not going nice. to do that because <laughs> it's a friendly match here. <laughs> but um, for now, uh, just come, have fun, be respectful. They are. It is a friendly. And again, they did give us their player, <laughs> they, so it's you know one of those things where we have to be thankful for. Uh, for it Jer, uh, how do you pronounce his name again? Yair. 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 Janine. Jain. Jain.
0: Jain. Yair. Jain. Yair
1: Jain. That's right. So he is, YJ. Uh, yeah, YJ. So he is, YJ is, uh, I'm excited to watch him play, but let's be respectful of the club he came from and, and show those guys a good time being here in San Diego as well. Um, but I'm excited, man. Couldn't be more excited.
0: Same. Same here. That's going to do it for us for yeah. episode 4.5.
1: Enjoy and see you guys on Saturday if you're not already in Saturday. Yeah. If
0: you're listening to this Saturday morning, get ready. Get oh, you should yeah. be amps.
1: You s- should you should be so excited right now that you have <laughs> nothing. You should change your underwear and wear different underwear in <laughs> the game. That's how excited you should be right now.
0: All right, that's it. That's gonna do it for us. Okay. We're all good. <laughs> we're silly for Mister Stick. Thank you, Jerry. I'm Jerry Jimenez. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.